You went around back, sir. Miss, I'm Lieutenant Exley. I'm sorry to have to ask you this. I need to know what time they left you. Get her to the hospital. I realize this is difficult. Give your career a rest. Leave her alone. A naked guy with a gun? You expect anyone to believe that? Get the fuck away from me. How's it gonna look in your report? It'll look like justice. That's what the man got. Justice. You don't know the meaning of the word, you ignorant bastard. Yeah? Well, you think it means getting your picture in the paper. Why don't you go after criminals for a change instead of cops? Stenzlin got what he deserved, and so will you. like to watch. This is Don Hall. This is Donnie Smith. And this is the I Like to Watch podcast this week. On Your pick. Deck. Your pick. 1997's L.A. Confidential. Uh. It is an American neo-noir crime film directed, produced, and co-written by Curtis Hansen. Screenplay was by Hansen and Brian Hegland. It is based on the James Elroy 1990 novel of the same name, which was the third book in his L.A. Quartet series. Film tells the story of a group of LAPD officers in 1953 and the intersection of police corruption and Hollywood celebrity. The title refers to the 1950s scandal magazine Confidential, portrayed in the film as Hush Hush. This was a massive film in terms of its cast. It included Russell Crowe, Guy Pearce, Kevin Spacey, Kim Basinger, James Cronwell, Danny DeVito. I mean, this is a massive cast. Yeah, uh, it's eight, a, I believe it's, it's. I believe it's something like eighty speaking parts are in this movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. This is a huge film yeah. and one of my one of my favorite. It's just one of my. There's not many movies. There, there. You know, uh, the whole genre of let's make a movie. In L.A. about L.A. Mm-hmm. is, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, there's a million, there's a million of them. The Hollywood types sure. love to make a movie about themselves. Yeah, they do, they yeah. do, they but, do. But among those, this is this is in that top five. I mean, it is it is so very L.A. It feels L.A. What I really like about it is you get the downtown of 1953, but you also get some like suburban areas. You also get some like big mansions in the hills. You get a real sense that it's not, a lot of movies that do LA, you just see, you know, like Burbank, you know, you see Beverly Hills. Well, I mean, think of like, think of like P.T. Anderson, right? Like P.T. Anderson loves the valley and everything Mm -hmm. is set in the fucking valley. In in the valley, yeah. You see all those tract homes, those, those like, uh, uh, single story ranches, you know, and like it's got its own flavor, but the way that this movie is shot, I mean, oh, it's let's let's just let's just again, we're gonna go back to our man Dante fucking Spinati. There you go. Who did he right? Like mm-hmm. so, I mean, uh, one of the things that I read was that uh, Hanson told Spinati to shoot it like a contemporary film, uh, so as to avoid any nostalgia for a time period. Oh, that's interesting because yeah, so, it feels very. Yeah. It feels very nostalgic. It, it does. Yeah, it's got that it, feel. It that's feels, really interesting. I, I, I think there there was uh, maybe it was Roger Ebert. I, I I I went out of my way to not read reviews this time for this movie, but because um, just because I love it so much, um, but I I believe I caught a little bit of a quotation somewhere where someone said it's the most noir film ever shot in color. Oh wow, that's a, you know I hadn't even thought about that. Although I'd say the long goodbye is probably oh is that more the noir? Um, is that the that's the Elliot Gould? Yeah, Elliot yeah, Gould, yeah, 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 yeah. I, yeah, yeah. That's the I caught that's it. the story. I caught it's the same. It's exactly the same story as the Big Lebowski. I yeah. caught a little bit of that recently. Um, he lives in that like that with the elevator and the with yeah. the, and the the naked chicks across the way, right? With the kitty cat. He's got a kitty cat. Yep. I caught yeah, a little bit very, of that recently, but I didn't get through it. I got to finish that. Movie. And that's yeah, yeah, and that's in color, and that's yeah. I, that. I think that that's a really good. One. Well, it's it's that hard boiled thing, right? And I think that that's what this movie does so fucking brilliantly. Like it's 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 a hard boiled detective story. Like yeah, that, this is for a, me. Yeah. I really appreciate that about this movie because 
you know, you have the um, um, Kiss Me Deadlies, the uh, Long Kiss Goodnight. Well, yeah. Long Kiss Goodnight is, is, no, no, that's a modern one. That's the Sam Jackson. Yeah. You know, no, no, no. But um, totally Mil- 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 Mildred Pierce, um, Maltese Falcon. Uh, yeah, you can throw, you can throw Casablanca, you know. Double Indemnity. You know, yeah. you, you've got those hard-boiled fucking novels with the, with the thick dialogue. You know, this is this is a modern version of that, and I I have mad respect for this movie because they're trying to. And again, I don't know when the last time they did it before nineteen. And I hate to correct you; it was nineteen ninety seven that the movie. That's what I said. Oh, I think you said ninety six. Either way, um, oh, that's okay. Um, yeah, I'm not sure before this when the last like kind of hard, real hard boiled shit was. Um, That's at, a good point. At least playing it seriously, you know. Um, well, well, it's it's sort of like it's sort of like I, I think you're probably right that there hadn't been a lot of uh, noir done. Like, in, 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 you know, you, you just argue maybe a decade. It's sort of like Unforgiven. There hadn't been a lot of Westerns being it's, made. And then yeah, he came out with Unforgiven. And it and it really kind of reignited that. It's that thing about Hollywood where they're like, oh, yeah, no, no, no. Detective movies don't play. Hard-boiled noir movies don't play anymore. We're not doing those. We're not doing those. We're not doing those. Until, some, until yeah, something until like this come, fucking comes along. And then, you know. There are other fucking derivative movies after this. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think it's amazing. Um What's really cool, like, I I love this movie. I really kind of knew nothing about research, uh, you know, until I started getting into, like, I really went down a rabbit hole with this movie. Oh, like, did you I tell just, me about I it? just loved it as a movie. Um, yeah. You know, apparently the screenwriter had to really, like, go after Curtis Hansen to get this gig. Yeah, he was working with Warner Brothers on I think it was like a fucking Viking movie or some shit. But he was kind of a nobody. Brian Helgeland is his name, the screenwriter. By the yeah. way, um, Brian Helgeland has also written some other cool shit. Let me pull it up. Do uh, do 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 do. Yep, Nightmare on Elm Street Part Four: The Dream Master, Nine Seven Six Evil. What's up? You know, he's written some other cool shit. Uh, Mystic River. Yeah, Mystic River. Yeah, right. aside from aside from Myst- yeah, aside yeah. from Mystic River, most of his most of his uh, output is kind of pulpy. Know, it's kind of sh- pulpy. It's kind of pulpy and yeah. schlocky, but for yeah. some reason it. I mean, fits Blood Work with Clint Eastwood. He did Blood Work right. before Mystic River. Yeah, Blood Work was a fun movie. It's pulpy. Uh, he did the remake of Taking a Pelham One Two Three. You know, so oh. yeah, it's it, which is a good remake. It by is. The way. It is actually. Uh, I if think it's John very Travolta good. wasn't it? It would be amazing. See, I remake. think John Travolta's perfect in that role. He's it's, fine. It's a terrible movie he's fine. in that regard, but he, yeah, he's fine. But he's um, John Travolta. But Brian Helgeland really had to. He he had he. Uh, Warner Brothers was like, "Fuck you, no. Uh, we're, we want an established screenwriter," and they couldn't find anybody. In the meantime, yeah. Helgeland actually tracked down Curtis Hansen because he heard Curtis Hansen was attached to direct it and was yeah. like, I got to fucking pitch this guy on why I want to do this movie. And so he met up with him on the set of The River Wild, which I don't know if you've seen that one with uh, Meryl Streep, uh, David Strait. It's great. Right, it's a fucking yeah, awesome Yeah, it's great. Um, David Strait here is in this film as well. Yeah, I forgot exactly. about that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Patches, yep, whatever his yep. name is. P- yeah. Pierce Patchett. Yeah, Pierce Patchett. Pierce Morehouse Patchett, I guess. But um, wow. yeah, um, but yeah, he pitched him on the fucking his idea, and like they were both simpatico about how to tackle this um, unadaptable novel. And and James Elroy has said as much. It's an yeah. unadaptable novel. You cannot make this into a movie. And then he looked at his agent and was like, "They want to make this into a movie? Holy shit! Okay." I'll I'll take the money. Yeah, I'll take the and money. Apparently, yeah. And apparently, he loved the adaptation. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Cuts yep. and even the ending is completely fabricated. Yep. Um, from the thing. In oh, fact, just different I, characters shifted read, around and relationships shifted around and yeah, yeah. He yeah. loved he he loved the script. Although he, I thought this was funny in my research is that uh, he read he he didn't think that the final scene would work. He said two guys hold up in a room where they kill fifteen guys. It's, it's bullshit. <laughs> but you know what? But you know what? It's inspired bullshit. And and the fact is that shootout, the way it's shot, it, it's very effective. It works yeah. really, really well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, no, I, the thing I love about this movie is I love, there's such archetypes. So first of all, this was uh, Russell Crowe and Guy Pierce were 
relatively unknown uh, in they America. They were they were really unknown in America. And, yeah, and, yeah. And, and 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 so you know when you've got these these are the two guys that are the center post. Mm-hmm. You know, the two protagonists of the film. Um, I think that worked for Hanson very well oh, yeah. um, because at, at the time, these were, I mean, you. it's one of those things that I always say is a liability when you use uh, name talent is that... Expectation. You can't, you, well, you can't help but see that they're an actor. But when you see somebody that you've never seen before mm-hmm. and then, then they automatically sort of imbue that character and you can't see them in any of the role. So it gives it a, it gives it a more visceral feel. It gives it more... Uh, instant gratification in that regard, I think. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. I mean, it, it, it's audience expectation, right? Yeah. Which yeah, I think yeah. is what's kind of um, interesting about James Cromwell being cast as that kind of um, shady detective. He had already. He was uh, never an evil he guy. Had, he yeah, had, he was uh, always the well, nice guy. He had just done Babe. Yeah. Right. He was the, so, like, yeah, he's you he's want the him. sweet old. Yeah, man. yeah, yeah. Exactly. He ends up being it's a like, fucking it's like, piece of shit in this movie. <laughs> it's like, really, it, well, it's it's really like Wilford Brim, like Wilford Brimley in the firm. Oh, well, you know, or, all of a or sudden, Wilford Brimley in the thing. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but that's a little more. I mean, that's not quite so blatantly. It just sort of like no, 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 no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the, no, 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 but, the firm but, is but, a better call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but I but but I but I but I love Cromwell, and I love that Cromwell's the bad guy. What's this all about, Goya? Part of it has to do with a murder. I've been working with Ed Exley on it. You're a narco, Jack, not homicide. Since when do you work with Edmund Exley? Well, it's a private investigation. I messed something up. I'm trying to make amends. Don't start trying to do the right thing, Boyo. You haven't had the practice? Buzz Meeks and Dick Stenson. <laughs> so, uh, what does Exley make of all this? No, I haven't told him yet. I just came straight from the record room. Um, apparently, uh, Kim Basinger won the Best Supporting Actor, mm-hmm. Asterisk Oscar, mm-hmm. but for the least amount of screen time of any previous winner. Oh, wow. Apparently, she, apparently the movie's 138 minutes long. She's only on screen 15 of those. Pursuant to that, up, uh, Kevin Spacey, I think, gets top billing in this movie. But yeah, out of all the other the actors, has the least amount yeah. of fucking screen time. That's, yeah, yeah. that's interesting. I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow, that's cool. Yeah. Shit. I yeah, mean, I good thought, for her. She, kill, she kills well, it in this movie. The thing that, the thing that works, she is, and, uh. and, and that again, again, it's one of those things where when you take a name actor and there's that sort of thing, she plays... A Veronica Lake lookalike, mm-hmm. and so she's already she's playing someone who has a Hollywood like star appeal. Right. right. So to cast a woman who already has that Hollywood right. star appeal right. fits perfectly yes. within the thing. Space Spacey was known, but not as well known as he is now for other reasons. Mm. You know, but you know, I mean, he he hadn't really he hadn't really. Uh, I mean, he was solid. He was solid in his career, but he wasn't. Yeah. He wasn't the go-to guy he became for a while. No. Um, I think, you know, was American Beauty, I think American Beauty was after this. I don't have, I, I don't have Spacey pulled up right now, but. I don't either, I'm but. Curious. Uh, I think, I think you're probably right. Yeah, American um, Beauty was after this, but. Yeah. Because that was like 99, 2000. I was thinking the same thing. I'm going to yeah. go with, all right, so before this. Um, yeah, he had already done Albino Alligator, Time to Kill, Seven, Outbreak, Usual Suspects, which, you know, Usual Suspects, was he not nominated That's... for Best Supporting Actor? Did he win I'm... for that movie? I'm not sure. I have no idea. Swimming with Sharks, The Ref, which we need to cover The Ref. You talked about 
You it's my talked, favorite Christmas movie. Uh, you it's my favorite well, Christmas movie. You said Christmas Vacation was your favorite. Well, Christmas, Christmas Vacation <laughs> is my favorite. But the one favorite the Christmas one that comedy. Favorite Christmas well, no, comedy. It's, no, it's my it's my it is my favorite Christmas movie. The reason I don't list it because is because no one in my family yeah. likes it. Okay. So no one will watch it with oh, me. Dude, so I, I never get fucking, to watch it for Christmas because I, I think it's the movie. funniest. It's what I'm. It's amazing. It's just one of my. It's got fucking the fucking. Yeah. It's got the mom from fucking Mary Poppins in it being a raging yeah. bitch. That movie is yeah. hilarious. Uh, he oh, already yeah. also done Glenn Gary Glenn Ross, uh, and he played the bad guy in uh, See No Evil, Hear No Evil with uh, uh, Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder. So there's that. Yeah, which he's which seven horrible. people saw. He's horrible in that movie. Well, that's seven. That's a horrible movie. Anyway, it's but a yes, movie. yeah, he was he was relatively established uh, prior to this movie. I actually just saw. I told you I was watching uh, Michael Mann's TV show, uh, Crime Story. Uh huh. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 yes. He he shows up in the one of the last episodes I just watched, uh, playing a, a, a take on John F. Kennedy. Oh wow! With like a full on fucking Massachusetts accent. And it's like, oh, dude, okay. yeah, yeah, it's fucking wild. It it was wild. I was like, you are like twenty nine years old. This is hilarious. That's a wild. Uh, yeah. No, I. You know this this movie has some amazing people in it. Um, the fact that he was able to put Russell Crowe and Guy Pearce, relative unknowns in America, in those roles, I mean, he had to fill that out with Kim Basinger, Danny DeVito. He's yeah, outstanding yeah. in this movie. He it's it's one of the best things he's ever oh, done. Yeah, God. yeah, and uh, he's a, also and he's done a lot of really good stuff. Uh, uh, at the end of our last episode, I thought uh, 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 Devito was one of the. He's not one of the producers of this movie. That's true. Jersey that is Films correct. is not involved with this movie. Yeah. but but New Regency is, and New Regency has come up a couple of times already with us. Uh, most notably with Heat. Um, New Regency has made some fucking amazing movies and i'm sure we'll oh, yeah. cover a lot of them uh jfk uh yeah uh, uh, fucking uh what else uh copycat with sigourney weaver do yep. you remember that one yeah yep he i do a time to kill tin cup i love tin cup nice i i love oh, i love every cast we'll talk yeah. one of these days we just have to do an episode about how much i love fucking kevin Costner. well it would be funny it would be funny and interesting to do like an episode about an actor or an act what I'll say actor. I don't want to qualify it. Actress, right? Like, I just do an episode yeah. about an actor where it's like Ray Liotta movies or Sigourney Weaver movies or, yeah. you know what I mean? Well, like, and, and the thing that is, would be and, really and I, know, fun. I know we probably wouldn't do it for Kevin Spacey, but he still is one of my singular favorite actors. Oh, no, 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 no. We totally and could. One of the things, I, yeah. As problematic one of the with his is, shit, like, I don't care. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's a, I don't he's care a about good that. fucking actor. He's a good actor. Oh, yeah. He's a, well, and what I love about this character, he plays Jack Vincennes in this uh, in in L.A. Confidential, and yeah, I yeah. apparently apparently in all the casting, Curtis Hansen wanted he wanted Kevin Spacey for Jack Vincennes before he even wrote the script. He wanted oh, wow. it when he read the book. Kevin Spacey was on his. He was the the very first actor and only actor he absolutely insisted he have was Kevin Spacey, and he. Uh, he modeled the character both in the writing and then Spacey, once he found out, modeled it after Dean Martin because when Hans was asked if it was really 1952-53 and you were really making this movie at the time, who would you cast as Jack Vincennes? And he said Dean Martin without even a beat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, 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 uh, and Spacey actually watched Dean Martin and, and some came running in Rio Bravo and he realized that both those films featured him in characters who mask vulnerability with a layer of cool, which is Jack Vincennes. He's like, I'm super cool, but he's also a a good cop. You know, mm. he's got a, he's got a heart. You know, and he wants to help. And it's I love that character. It's I think it's the best character in the. I love all the characters, but I think Jack Vincennes is the best, fully realized character, and the most, in my opinion, Hollywood of the characters. He seems you know, he, he seems like a he seems the most LAPD to me in the entire movie. Interesting. I, you know, I, I, it's hard having that knowledge. It's hard to watch the movie without hearing Dean Martin sometimes. Dean Martin. It's hard. <laughs> what I love about knowing it is having the more intimate moments with Spacey in this movie. 
The Rolo Tomasi scene is, oh. I mean, it's one of the most outstanding death it's scenes. It's so good. In a fucking movie. Like, just the writing of that scene and the setup, you know, uh, you know, getting us to that scene and the use of yeah. the name. If I ever get famous and have to use a pseudonym in a motel it's somewhere. It's Rolo Tomasi. Hotel somewhere. Yeah. Oh, that's on the list. Rolo Tomasi is definitely... Oh, okay. Rupert Pupkin is on the, on the oh, list. Oh, yeah. Rupert, you know, Rupert so, Pupkin's yeah, a good yeah. one, yeah. So I have, yeah, well, I have a list. Well, interestingly <laughs> enough, Rolo Tom, the Rolo Tomasi thing, the Rolo yeah. Tomasi thing wasn't in the book. No, 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 no. That, right. that was a complete invention for the movie. Um, and and it, it, and And the thing about it is it... And even El, uh, Elroy uh, even, even said... It basically elevated, it elevated the book. It elevated the story. That simple, because what do you remember when you think, if you're a fan of LA Confidential, there are plenty of moments mm-hmm. that, you know, there's, there's, uh, you know, there's, uh, you know, there's the moment where Danny DeVito is convincing uh, the one Hollywood starlet guy to go, basically go fuck yeah, yeah, what is the that? Senator, S- Simon, know? Simon, something from the Mentalist, something, right? Yeah, 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 yeah right. Yeah. And you know, that's a great scene. There's the scene where uh, Cromwell is telling Guy Pierce how you know how he should deal with. It. There's the entire interrogation scene with the three black kids. Mm-hmm. That shit is brilliant. Oh, it's amazing. But but of all of those things, the thing you remember from this film is Rollo Tomasi. Well, because that and, story is is great and the and the reveal is great. It's just great. Well, and ironically enough, you also have Kevin Spacey in a similar situation with Kaiser Sose. Don't we? That's exactly right. I mean, yeah, that's yeah, kind of that's kind of fucking brilliant in some yeah. weird metaphysical fucking Hollywood way that like those two things I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know it's kind of it kind of worked out it's that fucking, way, but it's it was fun. really fucking interesting. Um so yeah, I just and and outside of the lead actors in this movie, yeah, you mentioned James Cromwell, right? Dave, yeah, David Strathairn, Ron Rifkin, Paul yeah. Guilfoyle. I mean, you got yeah. some amazing fucking journeyman actors in this movie. Yeah, you know, I just it's this it's, is a Hollywood it's film. This, it's stacked. It's stacked. This is a movie made in L.A. Yeah. about L.A. Yeah. for people in L.A. It is such a window, uh, you know, and and you get a. I mean, give credit where credit is due. Uh, uh, Russell Crowe, I mean, the character of Bud White is pretty one note, but he manages to he manages to wring a lot of layers out of that sort of like he's just this thug, you know. He's a he's a blunt instrument. He's yeah, told okay. that he's a blunt instrument, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but but uh, you know, but he still he still has this softness and this real protective nature specifically. About women, yeah, which I think makes him very unique and very interesting. Um, I think Guy Pierce um, is just phenomenal, and because uh, you know what he was in before this, where he where where they saw uh, him. Priscilla, Queen of the Desert. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was not he was not playing uh, right. this character or even right. anything remotely like. Well, this. and apparently he hated this character when he first read the script. He's like he's really he's too he's too virtuous. Like, what the fuck is it? Like, what is this? And what I love about all three of these lead, let's let's call them the three leads of the movie. Yeah, they are they are the three. Bud leads. White, Jack Vincennes, Ed Exley, right? Yeah, they all at a certain point shift. They have a shift in their perspective of being cops, right? Yeah, and just how they operate in the world of being a, a man, even you know. Yeah, they they really do. Um, you know, Bud White, like you said, blunt instrument, right? He's he's so protective of women. But then he ends up beating Lynn Bracken. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah. Gives him, her... right? and, and, and so, like, they, they all have these moments of, like, um, Ed Exley, uh, uh, Guy Pierce's character, asks uh, uh, Jack Vincennes, Kevin Spacey, at one point, why did you become a cop? And Spacey just has this moment and, and says, I don't remember. Yeah. And I think that's But you brilliant. know he does. Like, well, well... I think it's that shift in a moment for him where he realized, I think there's some quote somewhere I read where Elroy, uh, James Elroy, the novelist, uh, said yeah. uh, he's never seen more like self-loathing on screen than in Kevin Spacey's character. There's a moment oh, where, yeah. there's a moment, and I, I think it's the frolic room that they're in on Hollywood Boulevard right next to the Pantages. There's this bar uh, called the frolic room. <coughs> he's about to drink a glass of whiskey. He's got this $50 bill that he was bought Four, right? Uh, 
Uh, I forget yeah. who gave him the $50 bill. Oh, I think it was Danny DeVito gave him the $50 bill. And he's sitting there looking at it. He catches a glimpse of himself in the mirror. And yeah. there's just this, like, it's, I mean, you can, like, feel the self-loathing of, like, what the fuck am I? What have I become? Who am I? And he doesn't drink any of the whiskey. He puts that $50 bill on the glass and walks the fuck out. Yeah. So there are these giant shifts in the movie for each each of these three characters where what they were doing, um, it worked up to a point, and now it has to fucking change. Yeah, well, all three, yeah, all, actually is my favorite in that regard because oh, yeah, he yeah, is... Well. You know, he's yeah. he's he's trying so desperately to get ahead. He's been told. I mean, he's always like get rid of the glasses kind of shit. <laughs> he's he's a nerd. He's sort of this nerdy guy. He is not the quintessential look. He doesn't look like a cop. He doesn't act like a cop. And I then, have it pulled up. I have it pulled oh. up with uh, with uh, uh, D- uh, Dudley Smith, James Cromwell's character. He says, "Edmund, yeah. you're a political animal. You have the eye for human weakness, but not the stomach. You're wrong, sir." Would you be willing to plant corroborative evidence on a suspect you knew to be guilty in order to ensure an indictment? Dudley, we've been over this. Yes or no, Edmund? No. Would you be willing to beat a confession out of a suspect you knew to be guilty? No. Would you be willing to shoot a hardened criminal in the back in order to offset the chance that some lawyer... No. Then for the love of God, don't be a detective. Stick to the assignments where you don't have to make those kind of choices. Dudley, I know you mean well but I don't need to do it the way you did or my father. And I think that's really telling because at the end of the movie, spoiler alert, he does yeah. shoot. He does the shoot. The bad guy Dudley in the Smith back. in the fucking back. So like, yeah. yes, he has, I think, I think Exley has the biggest journey in this movie. Yeah, he's got the, he's got the, the fullest arc yeah. of going from one, one, one beginning yeah. to the other. Um, and, and, you know, and, and also there's genuine menace in this film. Oh yeah. That, and the way it's staged, the way he stages, like when, when, uh, when Bud White finds out that Exley fucked, mm. uh, Lynn Bracken mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. he, he goes and finds him and just beats the shit oh, like that that room, scene in that room. Oh, fuck. And, wow. it, and the thing yeah. about it is, is that is, there's not that much actual violence, but it is so menacing and so violent that, it's just scary. It's like Jesus fucking Christ. He's going to yeah. kill him. Yeah, and 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 you kind of believe he might because you don't know the story. Well, you know, you oh fuck, he's going to kill this guy. It's kind of a wonderful playground that Hanson set up for these like amazing actors to yeah. to be there and do that thing, right? Like you, you, I, I feel in the, the especially that scene that you call out. Like I feel like. Yeah, they were probably really tossing each other around a little bit in that fucking. Yeah, oh yeah, shit. there was like, there was some definite that that stage that combat dope. was yeah. that was fucking well choreographed because yeah. it yeah. looks like, I mean, and and Russell Crowe, I mean, it's, he's kind of become a buffoon now. Uh, he's oh, gained all I the still weight. love him. I still love him. I, I love Russell Crowe. Did you did you him. see him in un- Unhinged? Oh, yes. At about yeah, two right? in the morning one night, and I yeah, could not sleep, yeah. and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I, after watching it, I'm still like, "What the fuck is this?" That movie yeah, exactly. was insane. It's insane. It's, sane. it's 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 Russell Crowe's version of falling down. Yeah, it's Russell Crowe. Remember falling down? Oh, I I love fall. We will do that movie. Yeah, I talk yeah, about yeah, an LA yeah. talk about an LA movie. That another that's again Oof. it's another LA film that, that really that really that. sums it up. Yeah. I, I feel like Russell Crowe like. If Russell Crowe didn't take that movie, Gerard Butler would have. Unhinged. Oh, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. I can see that. 100%. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. hundred percent. Yeah, and they were yeah. like, and they were like, wait a minute, everybody sit down. We got Russell Crowe, and then the yeah, movie everybody, got made. It's brilliant, and everybody shit their um, pants. Yeah. So just a, a little bit of trivia. Um, the only set constructed for this movie was the Victory Motel. Yep, where where uh, 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 James Cromwell and uh, Russell Crowe at certain points beat the shit out of people. That fucking oil field where they built that motel is like two or three miles from me, where I live. Oh wow! Yeah, it's right on La Cienega. It's right across the street from Kenneth Hahn State Park. I think one of the uh, Annabelle, you know, the Annabelle movies, mm-hmm. the fucking haunted doll. I think one of those yeah. shot up there. Every wow. time I drive by that shit. Oh, um, Beverly Hills Cop 2. 
where where the, oh, yeah. the sergeant is is jogging at the beginning of the movie. Well, it's one of the oh, things. And I, I it's amazing. the thing is, let's let's talk just a little bit about the the location kind of thing. Oh, it's yeah, one of the things yeah. I think is fascinating is. You know, it's it's because I've never lived in LA. I've been to LA. You live in LA, so you get to see those landmarks. But like when I watch something like uh, Blues Brothers, High, High, like Blues Brothers or High High Fidelity, right. you, you lived know? in Chicago. In fact, We've seen it. In fact, yeah. in fact, one of the things that's been the most fun since because I've lived in Vegas now for three years, yeah. and, I, and 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 you know, I see movies that are set in Las Vegas, like. Yeah, okay, that hotel's not here anymore. And wow, that no, they didn't shoot that there. They shot that on Fremont Street. It's like I know the shit around here. Right. And it's like there's something really fun about seeing a movie filmed in the town you live in and oh, being sure. able to recognize where those places are. And, well, and, and and this one is so present in LA. There's no question that someone that lives in LA can watch this movie and go, fuck yeah, I just I just got a I just got a coffee across the street from that. Yeah. I mean it's the same way with heat. Right, like I mean, yeah, that's just yeah. so many. I, I will say, I think it's part of the reason that Chicago Fire, Chicago PD, and Chicago whatever the fuck the Chicago shows Heat, yeah, the the Chicago or fucking dick, Med. the Dick Wolf. Show. I, my dad watches that shit, and I'm like, how the fuck do you watch this garbage? He's like, well, it's just kind of fun because I could see the locations. Like, I know where that bar is, and I know where that store is, and I know where that apartment building is, and. I just kind of fun it's, to see it, and I'm like, yeah, but it's shit. He's writing. right. It's shit writing. It's garbage. You know, I see. I will just dis- <laughs> here. I here. I'm going to disagree with you uh, briefly because I please. actually, I actually think Dick Wolf, uh, uh, the the creations he creates, while it is not good long form writing, I mean, it's t- t- there's uh, 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 that's the thing is in fiction. Yeah. There's there's novels. Uh-huh. Right? Uh-huh. There's novella novellas, right? Uh-huh. You know, and those you consider those the higher end of the form. Then there's short stories and okay, you can do that. And then there's microfiction. Mm. And microfiction is pretty much defined as any piece of fiction less than a thousand words. Okay. And and it's incredibly difficult to tell a complete story in less than a thousand words. So it's its own little sort of genre. I think Dick Wolf procedurals yeah. are the microfiction of wow. of cinema okay. because he tells these very complete stories with very few lines and very and not very good character development, but like stock characters. It's almost like commedia. Mm-hmm. It's almost like melodrama mm-hmm. where you have, here are the stock characters and mm-hmm. I'm gonna write these situations. Because you can watch watch any Law and Order with any cast, and it's the same goddamn show, and yet every one of them is basically fun. That's fair, I guess. I I, I can't argue it because I've only watched a total of about thirty minutes of seventy different episodes. I I can't. Every time I see a, an actor friend of mine who's like, "Yeah, here's my thing," I fucking I put the episode on. And like I, if I don't see them, I have to fast forward until I see my friend. See, the, and then I stop my and watch the show. Is, then I stop and watch the show, and I'm like, yeah. "This shit is fucking trash. It is garbage. I cannot fucking stand it." God bless my friend. Got paid and got another TV credit. That's wonderful. And I have not been on any of those shows. I would fucking kill to be on one of those motherfucking shows. So I don't fucking care. See, it, make, it makes me it makes me sad for you to say that because you're an actor, yeah, and I'm not, and I've been on all three of those shows. Oh fuck you, you. I have I have been on all you three. Fucking fire, dick. fire, med, oh, well, and as PD. An, well, hold on, as an extra, right? I had a speaking role on PD. Okay, okay, all right, fair enough. Because I heard that there was a rule that if you have a speaking role on any one of those shows. You cannot be on any one of the other shows. Well, that's because I got my speaking role for the last time I did it, and then I moved to Vegas. God so. bless. Good for you. You know. Good paycheck. You know. You got your you sad. Know, did, you was, your, did you get your sad card? Did you get your sad card? I did. I did get my sad <laughs> card. I'm not. I'm not going to use it for anything. But get them uh, residuals. Get them residuals. Yeah. Get well, some yeah. screeners. Get some screeners around Christmas time. That's a, that's a it's a good way of doing it. I'm just not even <sighs> remotely interested. SAG, SAG doesn't even know where I live right now. So, Fuck them. so there's some they other think cool I'm still shit. In Chicago. There's some other cool shit about this movie that I think is, right, I it. think is really fun. I don't know if it's in the novel or not. 
because I've I've never have you read the novel? I have. I, I've read all three. Yeah. I've read the entire. Or, so yeah, are, all, all four. Is, four are the Mickey is the, is the Mickey Cohen character? I mean, he, he Mickey Cohen. That's Mickey Cohen was a real gangster, right? He took over. Yeah, he took over after Bugsy Siegel got killed out in L.A. He took over the yeah. LA Rackets, right? Is he was Mickey Cohen a character? Yeah. Is he in the books? Okay, because that yes. shit. Because that shit's cool. What do you want? I want DA Bureau man to tail Dudley Smith and Pierce Patchett 24 hours a day. I want you to get a judge to authorize wiretaps on their home phones. And I want authorization to check their bank records. On what evidence? Call it a hunch. <laughs> Absolutely not. Dudley Smith is a highly decorated member of this police department. I'm not going to smear his and Pierce Patchett's name without having... Without what? Them smearing yours first? What do they have on you, Lowe? Pictures of you and Matt Reynolds with your pants down? You have any proof? The proof had his throat slit. So far, you're not denying it. Well, I'm not going to dignify this with answers. Now, if you gentlemen will excuse me, I have a press conference for Jack Vincennes that I have to prepare for. Unless you came here to wipe my ass, I believe we're through. Come on, don't pull that good cop, bad cop crap. I practically invented it. So what if some homo actor is dead, huh? Boys, girls, ten of them get off the bus to L.A. every day. Ah! 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 Pull him off me, I don't know how. think you're the number one hot shot but here's the juice if i take you out ten more lawyers will take your place tomorrow they just won't come on the bus that's all <laughs> Well, the the thing about it is this: uh, there were there were some things about the about this book. In fact, all all of the books that he wrote, where he he borrowed or referenced uh, actual historical shit, like yeah, he wrote Black Dahlia right? history. Yeah, yeah, okay, that's a horrible movie, which we will not cover. Yeah, it's a, yeah. yeah, it's not a good movie, Terrible. but yeah, I mean, and 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 Veronica Lake did have an affair with a Johnny monster. And, yep. Yeah, yeah, it yep. wasn't it wasn't Mickey Cohen, but uh, yeah, yeah. So so there's a lot of that stuff that's in the book. There's there's a lot of stuff that's not in the movie that got cut out, hmm. and most of that, and most of the stuff that got cut out is sort of the mobster. You know, like there's a whole in in the book. There's an entire thread. Of the mobster stuff, oh, and wow. what you see in the what you see in the movie is that there are mobsters, mm-hmm. and Cromwell, Cromwell's going to kick them out and take over, and right. that's what you see. What you see is the cop part of it, rather than the mobsters. There's a whole through line a, of mobster shit in the well, book. which is a brilliant way to just kind of like boil it all down, you know, hard boil it down, right? Like it's a really cool way to do it. Well, it's keep not the, the focus, thing about keep the focus on the cop characters. In that yeah, the, well, the yeah, yeah. The book is about uh the book is really more about the the sort of like the the dress them up as you know like plastic surgery on women to look like stars. Oh, that, that's yeah, a yeah. big that's a big part which of the is, book. Which is also a historical yeah. kind of yeah yeah. But the movie the movie is far more about the police corruption mm-hmm. and that's the story Curtis mm-hmm. Hansen wanted to tell mm-hmm. was he wanted to tell a story about the cops. Because, well, the thing about it is originally, if they were going to do this book as written, they, and it was originally slated to be a miniseries. Really? Yeah, they originally, oh. originally when it was sold, it was going to be a miniseries. And then Curtis Hansen said, no, I want to make a standalone film. And here's the cuts I'm going to make. And Elroy said, yeah, okay. 
And so that's how that happened. But the big cuts came. He kept most of the police corruption stuff because that was the story that was most interesting to him. Interesting. And, and, and because of that, I think it's a better movie than if it had been either about the mobsters or even spent more time on plastic surgery. Because if you watch the movie, it seems like the plastic surgery is a huge thing, mm. but it's only present. It's only really present for the first like 20 well, minutes, and then it immediately diverts into the police corruption. Right, but it's also part of a through line with the overall corruption. Yeah, of but they don't the spend a lot of time. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 no. They don't, they don't spend a lot of time on it. Yeah, right. right. And again, There's, I mean, I'll go back to that. that. It's, why, it's why she only has 15 minutes of screen time. Right. And I'll go back to that book that you sent me about Hollywood Babylon, right? Like, mm-hmm. I mean, Hush Hush, the, the yeah. kind of uh, 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 rag magazine that's in this movie. On the QT. Oh, I love Danny DeVito's brilliant in this movie, guys. Everybody, please. Just, he's amazing in this movie. He's so good in this movie. You know, I just started rewatching Taxi. Taxi is on Hulu. Uh, the, mm-hmm. first, the first season is on Hulu. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. anyway, anyway, Danny DeVito is. I, yeah, anyway, okay. All right, so before we move on, one tiny more bit of trivia. Love it. Kevin Spacey and Guy Pierce both portray prosecutors trying a character played by Samuel L. Jackson for multiple murders. Can you guess those movies? Oh, I, uh, shit. Kevin Who Spacey and, and Guy yeah. Pierce both play prosecutors prosecuting Samuel L. Jackson for multiple murders. There are two different movies. That fit that bill? Yes, sir. I have no idea. Off the top of my head. A Time to Kill, 1996. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. Rules of Engagement, 2000. I don't think I've seen Rules of Engagement. It's not good. I may have to watch that. It, it, oh, okay, well, then it's that's like a, It's like a middling it. fucking drama. Anyway. Okay, also, I haven't seen that one. Samuel L. Jackson's character was acquitted in both movies. Well, there you go. Boom. I'd there acquit him. Yeah. Shitty. He and, he and, there you go. <laughs> he and Johnny Depp. He and Johnny Depp. You look for the person who will benefit and, uh, uh, you know. Uh, I am the walrus. You know, you'll, uh, uh, you know what I'm trying to say. I am the walrus. That uh, fucking bitch. Oh, yeah. I am the walrus. That's ex- Shut the fuck up, Donnie. The I. Lennon. Vladimir Ilyich Ulyanov. The one movie that's not on my list that I just want to bring up just because uh, I thought of it when we started talking about it and I realized, yeah. okay, this, I, I don't know if this is, again, we, you know, we're kind of, it, a good companion piece mm-hmm. in terms of a modern version of neo-noir is yeah. Ryan Johnson's Brick. Oh, 100%. 100%. You know what I mean? Yep. And, it, it's, and, it, and, it's, and it's a really, really, really good noir. Especially but set in because, high school. yeah, that's, that's what I was just going to say. Especially yeah. because... It, it, <clears throat> I actually, that's another one, one of those movies that I kind of stayed away from for a while because it was, it was, what is it, with the, like late 90s, early 2000s, right? Brick? Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh God, teens, teens trying to fucking be cool. Like, I'm so tired of it. Like, I don't want to see another oh, fucking. Oh, it's one of the, uh, it's so it's good. Amazing. It's, it's amazing. It's an amazing movie. Yeah, I would argue that it's the best movie <coughs> Ryan Johnson's ever made. Um, and that includes Knives Out and uh, the, the Jedi movie. You know, I mean, I think he's a very, very good director. I really think he's a very good director. And I think Brick, Brick is that opportunity he got to show of no interference, no bullshit, no stars. This is what I can do. And I think Brick is a great noir. So did, you're, did he write oh, it as well? That's I believe I'm so. Pulling it up. Let's I don't. I don't see. know. I don't know. Do, 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 do. Yeah, he wrote it as well, so God bless. Yeah, no, yeah. no, no, yeah. It's a solid, solid fucking movie. And again, to talk about hard-boiled dialogue, like yeah. Brick is like... Just solid. It's solid like on. a rock. Spot on. Yeah. All right, because so, it's also self-aware. Yeah, like, it's yeah. It's self, very self-aware. It's self-aware, but they're still doing it, and it still plays. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it works so well. It yeah. works so well. So if you haven't seen Brick, you watch oh, it. So please. the yeah. four... The four that we picked, my first one, yeah, go go go, was was two thousand six Hollywoodland. You know, I've never seen it. Uh, I, it's really a, quite good. I have a similar relationship to Ben Affleck that I do to uh, uh, who did I want to punch in the face last time? Who did I want to punch in the face last time? The fucking guy you from Swingers. Wanna, you. Vince Vaughn. Oh, Vince Vaughn. I have a similar see, relationship to, see, to Ben Affleck as Vince Vaughn. I love Ben I, Affleck, and yeah. I think Ben Affleck, I think he was funny in his younger days, and I think he just, and actually, okay. I think Hollywoodland 
was the first movie where Ben Affleck really came into his own as an actor. He plays George um, Reeves, right? Yeah, he plays George yeah, Reeves yeah. as the first Superman. It's a yeah. it's a suicide mystery. But what I love about it and why I think it fits, it's not a noir, but it is it is really a, a wonderfully filmed uh, snapshot of Hollywood of that time period. period. period you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's and it's it's a really well done period piece. Okay. And 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 it's got really good actors and it deals with it deals with sort of like the seediness of the behind the film backstage shenanigans bullshit. And it's I think it's a, a an excellent movie. All right, Bob Hoskins was in that. Yep. I don't know the director offhand. All right. Yeah. I mean okay. Yeah, I mean... I think you should watch it. Yeah, yeah you I mean, should watch I'm, it. It's a really good film. I'm always open to fucking, you know, recommendations. Fucking for sure. Yeah. Oh, Adrian yeah, Brody. I like, Adrian, I love Adrian Brody. Yeah. Yeah, it's oh, just geez. a good damn... It's just a really, really solid movie. And granted, I, you know, I have an affinity for sort of like the superheroes and the comic book characters. Sure, sure. And and it fits that whole Superman thing. Yeah. And I think Affleck is quite good in, in it. I, I think, right. that, like I said, I think, it's, I think it's the movie that when he got cast and he got to do this, he actually... Suddenly became like a real actor. I mean, I, not that look, he wasn't a I real love actor him. before. I but love he really him. nailed it. I love him in the town. I love him in Gone Girl. Like I, there are yeah. movies, there but are those movies are all where those are all post those yes. are all post oh, Hollywood totally, land. Totally, totally, because before before Hollywood land, he was the kid in fucking Armageddon. Oh, yeah, he was in Mallrats. Yeah, he was yeah. in what is it called? Finding Amy or something like that about the, chasing the, Amy. Kevin's That's not. I actually like. That movie. That's a good movie. Yeah, but he's yeah. got. It's sort of like. It's sort of like. That's, that's his early. Yeah. That's his early you know, Cusack. Look, and then I, his post Cusack. I think. I think that there's something about like time with people. Like maybe I need to revisit his kind of filmography in a way. I think you should. You know. I think you should. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think the the, the sitting with the on, on, with, with with fucking J Lo on a yacht. Yeah. And her music video. Driving That's Bentleys and shit. It's just like that colors have, everything. And it's have so you seen Argo? Get... Oh, no. Yes. That's another one. That's fucking amazing. I mean, he's but he so goddamn it, but good. But he directed I know. So that's he why it's like... Town. He's, I think he's... He directed The Town as well. I think he's a great artist. I don't know how he is as an actor. So I, I need, I think to, he's I need actor, to revisit so. his filmography as an actor. Yes. So your first yeah. choice has two of the finest actors, two of my single favorite actors. Oh wow! And maybe one of my one of my which, favorite directors. Which ever. one of my two choices are you picking? Because that could fit the bill for either of my choices. But go ahead. I agree. Which, I agree. No, no, you, you said no, no. no. Well, you, you say you just said it. Which one? Which one? Which one? The one I'm looking at is Training Day. Well, fuck yeah! I mean, okay. I mean, yeah. That it's out. That 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 movie is. I picked it because it's a slight, God. It's a good movie. It's a it's a modern noir. Yeah, it is modern noir. It is set in L.A. It, L.A. Yes, L.A. It is. is very much a character for this movie. Uh huh. Um, I think it has all of the racism that's in L.A. Confidential. Yeah. Um, like it the the underbelly of crime in Los Angeles has not really changed in any way ever. The crime yeah. itself, the police view of it. None of it has fucking changed in like uh, what sixty years, fifty, whatever you want to pick. Like, it's not changed at all. And this movie is just, uh, aside from Denzel's uh, Academy Award-winning performance, right? Yes, it was. Aside yeah. from that, it is tightly scripted. It is brilliantly fucking directed. Yeah, I agree. This, this movie is just, I, I just, yeah. And I think yeah. Ethan Hawke, I, and not everybody loves Ethan Hawke. He's kind of oh, having love, a, a resurgence. He's love having him. a resurgence right now. I always, always like Ethan Always Hawk. loved him. Since fucking Dead one. Poets. Oh, speaking yeah. of which, speaking of which, that's another movie Mimi wants to be part of, is uh, Dead Poets. All right, Dead Poets. Yeah, yeah, All right, yeah, we'll yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, All right Mike, so what's your second one? My second one, again, it's uh, set in LA. It's, it, it is a noir. It's maybe the strangest fucking noir ever made. <laughs> it is 2001's Mulholland Drive. Oh man, that you dude, know, I mean, dude, right? L.A. noir. What the fuck is going on? Have it's you, sexy women in dresses. Have it's you, fucking weird. Have you oh, gone? Love it so have much. you gone down the rabbit hole of what that movie might yes. be about? Oh yeah! Oh, dude, I can't like it's an analysis. It's Wonderland. The, it's like a, it there is, are so many theories about what Mulholland that, Drive is the Matrix of its day without the comic book references. Man, it's, it is fucking what the fuck. It's deep. 
It's mind and sexy and smart. And I love that David Lynch refuses to talk about it. I know he doesn't want anybody. What do What do you think it is? What do you think it's about? Yeah, he put it out there, and you get to decide what it is. But I. But again. in, in a companion piece with L.A. Confidential, it is all the I, things that we yeah. love about L.A. Yeah. It's a great cast. Yeah. It's a it's great bizarre. director. It's a brilliant it's absolutely script. It's noir. Bizarre. It's sexy. Oh. It's loopy fucking bizarre. It, yeah. Well, what I really love about Mulholland, and I, you know, I mean, I don't want to get into it. Well, maybe we'll do Mulholland Drive. As we, our will. Own, no, 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 uh, we, like we will. No, no, no. We will. We will. We will. Because that's a deep dive. Because yeah. that's complicated. That's like talking about um, Pink Floyd's yeah, The but, Wall. But, but, it just it, it takes you all fucking day. Hollywood itself as a character in the movie. Yeah. Right? Like that yeah. 100%. Yeah. Totally. It's just, totally yeah, yeah. yeah. And then yeah. and then your final one, your fourth yeah, one, again, is also a couple of you my know, favorite actors, great director. Great writer. I mean, Kiss Kiss Everything. Bang Bang, man. Like, this yeah, 2005. Movie, this, this movie was a return to form, I think, in a big way for uh, Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. I think... Um, uh, sadly, I think it's one of Val Kilmer's last amazing performances. I have not seen Maverick. I don't know what they do with with him and Maverick. It's uh, not a brilliant performance. It. It's a cameo, um, but it's it's a good cameo. It's a sure. really good cameo. So I, I, you know, I, I, unfortunately, I, yeah. I think this is like maybe one of his last brilliant performances because it is. Brilliant. I agree with that. He is outstanding yeah. in this movie. He's amazing in this um, movie. Yeah, just and, and again, talk about a deep cast with you know fucking uh, Michelle Monaghan is is amazing. Corbin fucking yep. Burnson. Corbin Burnson. Yeah. I mean, come on, yes, dude. yes, fresh, fresh off yes. of Major League Two. Yes, and you know, oh, yeah, <laughs> fresh, real fresh. But then you know, fucking Shane Black. You know, I mean, yeah. he was he he. You know, his dick got Hollywood sucked when he was like twenty five with the yeah. weapon. Like, he yep. was one of the youngest screenwriters ever to sell, like, a multi-million dollar fucking franchise. Like, you know, so for him to come back to form, um, you, you talk about hard-boiled dialogue. I mean, that's yeah. this movie. That is this movie in it's, spades, man. It's, it's 100%. It's 100%. Love it. Love it. So, yeah, those are those are the picks. your trailer um and i am it, it i think we're i think you're going to be as looking forward to the one i'm looking forward to as i am looking forward to seeing yours um Word. both of these both of these movies um i'm very excited to see here is your trailer this week what do you know about the sierra program reckless mystery man you guys send in when you can officially send anyone else the great man Lloyd. They got an urgent locate and destroy. That could be fun. The man's got some street cred. You hurt? I mean, my ego's a little bruised. And have something they really want. What's your gut? It's gonna be my funeral you're going to next. You wanna make an omelet? You gotta kill some people. You must be Lloyd. What gave it away? The trash stash. It just, it leans Lloyd. Yes, that is right. You are looking oh, to man. see the gray man yeah with uh gosling and chris evans ryan gosling is my boyfriend y'all i love chris evans chris evans is mine so there you go do you love him with the mustache too yeah oh yeah that mustache is that's 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 like a fifth character in this movie it's dope man (laughs) it's so fucking dope i can't stand it yes no, yes, it no looks, I, look, I, a, I can't I'm wait to see Gray Man. And in fact, Gray um, Man is um, the Gray Man like, is. I'm a fan of Netflix. I'm a fan of dope action movies, man. Like, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm this is going to be very good. 
Well, got, it's the Russo got, brothers. Right, right, right. It's, now, yeah, those I are your mean, guys. Those are your guys. Well, the yeah. thing the thing about it is the Russo brothers, what I love is that they've kind of been defined like in this in the late stages as the guys who direct the Marvel movies, but they've directed a lot of other stuff and yeah. they're really smart. I had them pulled up and I've not seen any of it. Welcome to Collinwood, you, me, and Dupree. Brilliant, I've not brilliant. I haven't seen any of the other movies but you know i mean look it looks dude cool if you haven't seen 21 bridges with uh oh with, uh, i did see Chad that Bozeman, oh i did see god that's, damn that's, that's a good not movie them. that's not them yes it, no that is they, them. they produced it that's not them as directors or writers they who produced, directed that they produced who them. directed that i think they directed it uh do 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 no they did not do 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 brian kirk directed that movie oh well the all right screenplay is by Different people, yeah, no, no, no. but well, that is whatever. a good movie. That is a good movie, though. I enjoyed that movie. I thought they directed um, it anyway. Yeah, I'm look. I, I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck what people do. You could have done nothing, yeah. and if you made this movie, I would still be interested in seeing this fucking movie. Um, Alfred Woodard, yep, love Alfred Woodard. Billy Bob Thornton love is in this movie. Like, love you know, him. I'm down. Michael Gandolfini. I don't know. I'm still on the fucking. I'm on. The, I. I I'm I don't think I'm buying him. I'm on the well, fence. Well, Anna we'll DeArmas, on up. the other hand, though, fucking gal fucking is a, a. Mo- badass motherfucker. Like, no question about she it. She was dope as fucking Knives Out. Um, yeah, she was. We talked about, uh, what was the... Blade the, Runner the 2049. She I was forgot good. she knock, was in knock. that. Yes. Um, She's great. Uh, bad as fuck in that Mission Impossible movie, though. Oh, yeah. No dude, question. Dude. So, yeah, I'm really looking forward to this movie. Especially because Gosling, look, he's my boyfriend. I love him. He does more introspective shit, you know. For him to jump on board on a fucking action movie like this, yeah, I, I, yeah. I want to see it. I want to see it. I want to see it. Yeah. Well, and I'll be honest with you. I said Chris Evans was my boyfriend, but my trailer actually, again, oh. an ensemble action picture that features my fucking boyfriend. Your boyfriend. Here we go. In the Hi, there's a gun on It's the quiet car. Got to use your small inside voice in here, son. There's a gun. I am ready. You are getting the new and improved me. Because if you put peace out in the world, you get peace back. I think you might be forgetting what you do for a living. Take the gun. Every job I do, somebody dies. I'm not that guy anymore. Some conflicts require a gun. Hey, this is nice. That is correct. Bullet Train, Brad Pitt as wow. the quintessential reformed hitman who has found crystals. Yeah. One, one last mission, probably, right? One, one last, yeah, one last one. Last one. one la- <laughs> that kind of thing on a fucking bullet train. And I mean, again, it is one of those casts where everybody is fucking in Zazie Beats is in it. Yeah, I don't... Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at this cast directed, right now, and I'm, I, I don't know a lot of them, which is interesting to oh, me. Name a name, and I'll tell well, you where look, they're from. Well, look, Michael Shannon, I got fucking Sandra yeah. Bullock. Sandra Bullock is his handler. I got like that. Yeah. Let's also say Brad Pitt's character's name is Ladybug, which is yes, I know. Fucking brilliant. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Brian Tyree Henry. He is uh, from uh, the Eternals. Oh, Atlanta. Okay. Yeah. See. Yeah, okay. Atlanta. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew Kochi. You know, I, I just here's the thing. I'm not. I'm not saying this in a derogatory way. I love when I don't know anyone in a movie of this stature. Oh, well, then you're gonna, then you're I, really gonna I, love this movie. Brilliant! Like I don't. There's just know a lot people. of characters. This Bad is an ensemble Bunny piece. Is a dude. Yep. Puerto Rican rappers, singers. Oh Jesus Christ! I'm so old. Okay. Okay. It's just, okay. it's just a, a great <laughs> cast surrounding Brad Pitt. The premise and is it's awesome. It's all action, and I love, I love movies. 
I'm assuming this takes place within a certain amount of time period, right? On one so day. So the bullet train. Yeah, it's right. one day so on it's a like bullet train. a couple train. hours yeah. on one train. Yeah. I, I love yeah. that. I love movies with that premise where, like, shit is, like, right here, right now, and go for the ride. I love it. That's from great. what from yeah. what it looks this from is, what it looks like to me I is is this yeah. th- th- this yeah. looks like murder on, murder on the Orient Express meets uh meets John Wick. You know what I mean? And that's what it reminds me of and uh and so I'm looking very forward to that. We're going to be doing the last dragon. I will be in LA. I love y'all. Thank you so uh, much for, for that taping. So we'll be best. watching the movie uh, while like we are uh, <laughs> making commentary about it. That will be the next episode. The last dragon and Donnie and I will be in the same room watching the movie as we talk about it. Hope you look forward to it. Go ahead and review us on uh, Spotify or Apple podcasts or whatever. And we love you. We'll talk to you in two weeks. <laughs>